Welcome back to Cosmic Kickback. My name is Nick, and I'm here with my co-host. You know I'm always here, Josh. Today we're going to be talking about a highly anticipated movie that we've been, I think, talking about. I don't oh, know. We've been talking about this movie for a yeah, while. Probably we, since it got like announced that it was going to come out. We've been excited for this. Yeah. I think we first saw it back at the, uh, what was that thing DC had? The fandom? The event? DC fandom. They showed a little behind the scenes, and since then we've been we've been ready. Yeah. That was a while ago, dude. It was. It was like last August, I think. Yeah. Straight anyway. to the point, though. We're going to be reviewing James Gunn's The Suicide Squad movie. Mm-hmm. Before we hop into it, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to leave a like, subscribe. If you're listening anywhere else, follow us on that platform or click a link, follow us everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, why not? We do, we do this weekly. We got some new shows dropping too very oh, soon, so be so ready. Excited. Yeah, we're, it's going to be crazy, so make sure to go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Link will be, if you're not already on YouTube, link's going to be in the description. So, there we go. And then, are we going to do uh, non-spoilers or just straight spoilers? Let's Which do spoilers because it's kind of going to be hard to dance around the spoilers. Yeah, it, it will one. be. Um, <clears throat> just before we hop into spoilers, just if you if if you're thinking about seeing this, go ahead and see it. It it's a good movie. Yeah, it's worth the watch. It's it is worth the watch. Uh, it's also on HBO Max if you have that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's just hop right into it, Nick. What do you think? Mm, so, I like rating shit on my letterbox, mm. and I think when I first saw this, I gave it like a four and a half. I think I did like as right well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Right off the bat, oh, we we, we did say it two episodes ago. First thing we we're reviewing is who got naked. <laughs> we, okay, we, let's get that out the way. Yeah, let's get out the way. Uh, nobody of interest. No. Yeah, we it was like we, a background. We didn't see no shark dick. No, sadly, we didn't see John Cena's dick. <laughs> I mean, we only, we had like actually a crotch we kind of did get a shot of it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like in tidy whities <laughs> that, that shit was funny. which like why well, was okay i mean i get like they were sleeping in the jungle and shit so he just stripped down to his underwear <laughs> i thought that was a funny shot i love how they like they, they literally pan yeah, up from like, him <laughs> uh let's see Let, let's go through uh there's a, there's a lot of people in this one the other one was from 2016 had like six people on the team this one's got yeah. like like over 15. There's a lot of people. Uh, we let's try and name them off. We got re- returning characters from the first one. We have Rick Flag, mm-hmm. Harley Quinn, yeah, Captain Boomerang, and is there one more? Or is that it? I guess. Oh, Amanda Waller's back. Yeah, I guess so. she's not really on the team, but she's uh, you know, the leader. The she she gets them. Yeah, and I think that's everyone returning from the first one. And besides that, we got a ton of new characters. We got Peacemaker, John Cena. Bloodsport is uh, Idris Elba. Yeah. We got Weasel in there. <laughs> Mongal is like an orange alien. Yeah. We got Blackguard, Pete Davidson. We got Javelin. Yeah, Javelin. Uh, who else? Who else? Oh, uh, T T TDK. TDK. The, the detachable kid. Fucking <laughs> <Like an laughs> ass, dude. Um, I think that's everybody. Ratcatcher. Ratcatcher King two. Shark, King Shark. Savant. Savant and Polka Dot Man. I believe that's yeah. all of them. If we forgot someone, they probably died, and yeah, and we didn't really have a lot of time to focus on. That's what I want to talk about on. first. The very first opening scene, pretty yeah. much, is a fucking massacre. <laughs> they, Damn. Pretty much everyone fucking dies. Yeah. The whole like opening scene, I, I kind of like how they did it because, uh, like you're you're expecting this big ass like team up and shit, and that is what happens. But so, <laughs> so Michael Rooker's character, good actor by the way. You gotta see it through his perspective. He gets yeah. recruited. He plays like like it starts following him. Everyone's like, oh shit, okay, like he's gonna be the main character. And it does this whole sequence where they're like, all right, like, you know, the drill, like, go do this mission. If you try to, like, run away, we kill you. Yeah, and so everyone's like, your sentence. yeah. And <laughs> they team up with 
I think it's Javelin Mongol, uh, Weasel, Harley Quinn, Rick Flag, Boomerang, and Blackguard. So it's yeah. like seven, Jav- seven or eight people. Yeah, Javelin. Yeah, yeah, Javelin. Yeah, so they all team up and shit. And TDK. And, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, that's who I was missing. TDK is uh, actually in the comics. I didn't um, know that was Nathan Fillion, dude. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. I didn't have any time to be like, oh, that's who that is. Because like a lot of them either have makeup on or masks. Yeah, he's, he has a big mask covering half of his face. Yeah. Um, A lot of people didn't know who he was going to be because I think they revealed it that they said like, oh, Nathan Fillion is TDK. And people are like, who the fuck is TDK? Yeah. Because it's not, there's no character called TDK in the comics. Yeah. He, he actually is playing a character called Arm Fall Off Boy. Arm Fall Off. That's I mean the, that that's doesn't the name of the comic character. that doesn't roll off the tongue as yeah much. so I, I think it's funny that they were like oh the detachable kid and <laughs> yeah, his power is that his arms detach yeah. from his body and I love how they it's not like a crazy power like he can f- make him fly around like they yeah. move just as fast as if he was just walking forward like yeah they're, they're just going forward and then since you, he does they're not attached to his body anymore it's like he, he, he has like no momentum when he punches anybody so it's just like just a literal arm yeah. he has it's no like when you're walking momentum. and someone bumps into you and you're like oh shit <laughs> it's, it's like an inconvenience <laughs> yeah they were like looking at the arms like what the fuck is yeah. this i thought that was i, I really like the opening scene first because mm-hmm. like I think it sets the tone for like what the movie is. Oh yeah. With like the violence, there's a uh, there's a lot of cursing. You can Yeah, I was just kind of like what the fuck. Well, it was kind of like it's fucking saving private Ryan but like DC cuz like <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone just gets shit They pull on up to the beach. Fucking weasel just oh, yeah. drowns. Weasel immediately upon they drop into the ocean <laughs> and swim up to shore. And I, I love that's one thing I actually really like about this version as compared to the other one we saw. Yeah, because don't um, they just drop in like a helicopter? Yeah, but like what I was gonna say is in the this one feels more like the the actual Suicide Squad team, like Amanda Waller's team. Yeah, the people she's with. It feels like way more like this. This is like a real team in the sense that. Like a lot of them are, they're like placing bets on like who's gonna die. And oh yeah. They, they they a lot of them haven't done their job. Like someone's like, did no one check if Weasel could swim? And they're yeah. just like, oh, I thought you did it. And then they, <laughs> it just seems like a group of people that yeah, I know they're not doing their jobs. And like, because Weasel immediately drops in the water and drowns. He fucking like belly flops <laughs> yeah. from like like a hundred feet from that helicopter. Yeah. And they, it's also like like. I don't even know if Weasel really agreed to do this because like Rick Fry is like he's agreed to do this and it's like well, has he? Yeah, he's like I, I think <laughs> he just makes it to the and he's just like in the chair. You like, don't ah. even know if he knows what's going on. Or anything. Yeah, and um, yeah, seems- I, I liked how the the team like you, they get like screen time. Like you see people working behind the chair with Amanda Waller. He has, she yeah. has like a group of people. Yeah, like a little intel base. Whereas in like the other one, she had that, but like none of them really had any lines. They were kind of just sitting there they all like they, they didn't mess yeah. anything up they knew everything this one feels way more realistic yeah like, ta- task force s would be like just assembled by a group of people that don't really know what's going on like yeah. amanda waters the only competent one in the group yeah it was cool they gave them personalities yeah and you told me the other night when we were rewatching on hbo max that uh one of the ladies in the control room was james gunn's wife yeah which jennifer I did not holland know. i believe her name is she was the the blonde one that's cool i forgot the character's name yeah but uh and then actually another piece of trivia a lot of people probably know this you probably don't nick let me just blow your mind real quick go ahead the dude uh the big guy with the glasses the one that was like we gotta fucking kaiju up in this shit that guy yeah he actually did the mocap for king shark 
Oh, really? Yeah, so they, they had him in the, the shark outfit or the mocap suit, and he was like, all the scenes you see King Shark, yeah. he was the one doing the mocap. I saw behind the scenes of them, like, I didn't yeah. know it was the same guy because he just looked so different. It says, I think his name is Steve Aoki or something like that. Steve Aoki. Um, he, he's actually, I think, a comedian. He's pretty funny. From oh, really? I believe so. That's I could be wrong, funny. but I think that's his name. He did the mocap for King Shark, so a lot of people actually thought he was going to you know, be King Shark, and then they dropped the, the bomb that Sylvester Stallone's doing the voice yeah. for King Shark. Which I think he actually does a great job. It's so I'd love this. Sylvester Stallone's such like an '80s action hero guy. Yeah, like he's all serious, and I just see him, and he's just like nom nom. <laughs> I can't imagine him saying that shit in the uh, in the recording uh, studio. Like, we you, want you to uh, just say some dumb shit. Do you think that uh, King Shark or so Sylvester Stallone? Do you think he did a better performance as King Shark than Vin Diesel did for Groot? For Groot? Yeah. Ah. I mean, he had more dialogue to work with. I think Vin Diesel just had to like repeat "I am Groot" and like yeah, different variations, different the tones and. I stuff. like Sylvester Stallone more than Vin Diesel. Oh yeah, I do too. Sylvester Stallone's a legend, bro. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Let's. What do you think of some of the new characters? Like, well, like like Peacemaker. I'd never seen. So I'm trying to think who I hadn't seen before. Probably like over half of the people that were yeah, put on for thing. the cast. It was like, yeah. I had no idea who they were. A lot were. of them are like B-list villains, which I do like. They're like The only A-lister villain is probably Harley Quinn. Yeah. Maybe maybe King Shark. Some people know him, but yeah. I, most of them are pretty B-list. Like, I, I, probably I, I even like, like uh, C or like D-tier. Like, probably, feels like yeah. Like, they who the eased... fuck is Savant? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, 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 oh, he gets his head blown off. He's... <laughs> He he gets he sees the whole team getting demolished. Dude, I thought that part was so funny because I was just like, everyone starts getting fucked up and he's just there like looking, and then I'm like, oh shit, like is he about to fucking go off? And then he just just starts screaming and fucking like he snaps. Yeah, he snaps and he's like, I'm leaving. And the man of war is like, Savant turned back. Yeah, they they uh, they explode his head. Yeah, I actually like how they showed that like in the first ten minutes because yeah, it really sets the tone. Yeah, it's like like anybody could die because watching it, we watched it like the premiere night in the movies and shit, which is which was cool. Like we hadn't done that in a while, mm-hmm. and saw it in IMAX. Yeah, dude, it was a big ass screen, but <laughs> it really set the tone for I didn't really know who was gonna die and like what would happen next. And even like when we get to the second or third act of the movie, when we kind of have this group of characters that we're following mainly now. I still thought at any point that one of oh, them yeah. could have just died. And that, that does happen at the end, too. I think yeah. There's like, there's like one character at the very end that you think they've made it to the end yeah, and I'm they like, still fuck. die. Yeah. I actually was... We'll, we'll talk about that when we get to it, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, Bloodsport. What would you think of that? Aegis Elba. I was excited. I thought he was going to play Deadshot, actually. I think, I think this is a rumor what I've heard. I'm not sure this is true or not. Got the rumors. Yeah, yeah. So this is a apparently they they were originally gonna recast Will Smith with Idris Elba as Deadshot. Yeah. But then they made the decision where they were like, well, because I think Will Smith didn't want to come back. Apparently, like he's like, oh no, I don't know about it. Was he busy or just kind of hesitant? I'm not sure either one. But from what I've heard, is then they were like, okay, well he's not outright saying he's done with us, like the DC universe. Yeah. So they were like. Instead of recasting and then he's just completely out, like, let's just make Idris Elba a character that's similar. Yeah. Just give him the same backstory because he pretty much has the same yeah. motivations as uh, Deadshot did in the first one. So I the, the rumor is that they cast Idris Elba, but they were like, oh, just in case Will Smith ever wants to come back. That's let's cool. Just, they let's left the door him. open. Yeah. So and the, the movie yeah. actually makes a joke about uh about something kind of like that, like how. 
Amanda Waller is like, oh, like everybody's been picked for their unique set of skills. Yeah. And then right away, she's like, this is blood sport. Like his father trained him from a young age to make anything a lethal weapon. And then he's like, all right, let's meet your team. And he meets Peacemaker John Cena. I like how he's standing. Yeah, like, he's at just attention standing at his attention. Door. And then like right he's in away, fucking army. Yeah, and right away, she's like, uh, his father trained him from a young age and he can like anything is a lethal weapon in his hands. And he's just like, he has the same thing as me. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck? And then John C is just like only better. Yeah. He's like, I do everything better. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I like their little, uh, like bickering and shit. Yeah. I like how the they, movie. we've actually met the team. Like they, they show them going through the, the prison and then he, they, he meets uh King shark after that. Yeah. And rat catcher too. Yeah. I, th- I think the first 30, like even 45 minutes, like, you first meet the character, she kind of gives them background, and then, like, seeing them interact with each other, you start to learn more about, like, yeah, like what their personality is like. Because when they met King Shark, they were just like, oh, shit. They're just like, <laughs> like what the fuck is that thing? And they're just like, oh, he's, like, trying to read a book. Like, this is and funny. The book's upside down. Yeah. He's acting like he's, like, he's oh, smart. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Uh, what did you think of Ratcatcher 2? I thought that was pretty cool, too. I... I only heard about her, like, in the comics. I, I think you told me there was two when we were talking about the movie not, like before the trailer dropped and we yeah, were kind of sure going through. I'm not sure if there is or not if I'm being real. I know there's Ratcatcher in the comics who I think is a Batman villain. Yeah. And I I could be wrong but I don't know if they're if they ever made her, his daughter Ratcatcher too. They could have just made it like straight for this movie but either way yeah. I, I enjoyed the character. I like how. Yeah. She did. She was really good. Uh, yeah. Um, I like how she, she's like sleeping all the time. Yeah. She's just constantly <laughs> like they're on the bus to go fight. She's sleeping. Like, they wake her up and they're like, come on, it's time to go. Yeah. She's got her, like, she's got like her one f- pet rat, but she controls yeah. like all Sebastian. the rats. Sebastian. Yeah. And, uh, then we meet Polka Dot Man. <laughs> he was like the only one that was in a, like a locked cell. He had like something around his neck too. Yeah. They like said a it little... was a power dampening thing. Cause yeah. He, he's like, I think. He's kind of like the only one with real superpowers, really. Yeah, everyone else is kind of just like I mean, I guns guess killer. King shark is a big ass shark, so that's. I mean, those aren't powers. It's just like he mainly is a. Like yeah, he's he's strong as shit. Yeah. He's kind of like the Hulk, but he eats shit. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but no, yeah, he he's like the only one with like actual superpowers. Yeah, I know. Like he shoots out polka dots from. <laughs> it was him. just so weird. I like how immediately <laughs> when he came out of his cell, like some guys. <laughs> <laughs> James, Sean Gunn it was Calendar like, Man yeah it was it was Batman he had like villain. shit written on and his that was Sean Gunn also James Gunn's brother yeah and I like he, how he played a lot of yeah, characters right away he, he he makes fun of Polka Dot Man and asks him to like be like a birthday yeah like come to my like entertain my daughter's like party fucking pussy <laughs> yeah, and then they just, the guards him. just like laughing at him <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was funny that was funny too yeah that's why I like how it's rated R cause like yeah you can cuss and shit but mm-hmm. Like the way the dialogue is written and stuff, it's just like funny. Like yeah, it's I, how how people <laughs> in prison would just talk to each other and just fucking like mess with each other. It's also like uh, what's the word? Um, refreshing, maybe. Yeah, it's 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 really refreshing, especially after seeing what happened with the other one. Like no no hate to David Ayer, they all, the studio obviously meddled with it. Yeah, but it's so refreshing. You you could tell from the from the jump. That this is James Gunn's movie, like you yeah. can tell that he had free reign and he, he they let him do anything because he he picked all these characters and then on top of that the way that they die like you it's really it's really bloody yeah and gory there's a lot of uh you could tell like James Gunn he before he was Guardian did Guardians he did um Slither which is like a really like gross looking like horror movie where he's got Michael Rooker's in it too he turns oh, into really? some like disgusting yeah look it up it's oh. 
It, they all, and I think it's all practical too. And really, it's, it, it, it looks disgusting. It's, I'd really like to see that. I yeah, love you practical look it up. Effects. It's, it's uh, and you can tell that he kind of went back to that with this movie because he, like, when we get to Starro, like, just yeah. looking at like a close up of its skin, it looks all like bubbly and yeah. gross looking. And this is all the blood and like guts. Someone gets ripped in half by King Shark at one point. Oh yeah, I think I heard that was practical actually. Too. Yeah, honestly, like. A lot of the stuff in this movie seemed like very uh, either the CGI was so good that it just blended in with the rest of like the set. But I could tell like what was kind of what was practical and what like wasn't like I think Savant's mm-hmm. head blowing up like that was clearly practical. It, yeah, it looked like really Pete cool. Davidson's like face like when after he gets shot and he's just laying there with the fucking like hole in his head like that oh, was practical. Yeah. There's a scene when uh, they get to near the end they uh when they get to like where the thinker peter capaldi uh, yeah is his uh character oh dude he got jesus oh that's Christ. yeah yeah but when, when he, before they get there we they see that he's been experimenting with like the oh little, yeah that was gross star things and you see like that was like really disturbing to watch you see like it's guts hanging out there's like one guy where they've like ripped the starfish off of his face yeah they were trying you, to figure out how to get it and off you him. just see like half of his face is missing and it just looks all gross yeah it's really yeah it's really disturbing to look at like yeah this is not a this is not for children yeah for <laughs> sure all. it's rated r yeah there was another practical effect that i like that they did was um so when they get to they find out that rick flag is actually still alive and so they make their way to like this little camp where they think like oh, there's enemies great, and shit. That's a great scene. <laughs> I like that scene for two reasons. Just because of like the way that they did all the deaths and shit. Like it's like none of them are the same. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you see like Peacekeeper and Bloodsport kind of just like trying to show off and shit. And they, they're just like flipping each other off. Just like, bro, like, like bickering. Yeah, they're like, I'm better, bro. <laughs> but uh, like there's one point where John Cena goes up on the roof and he starts like shooting people with like a blow dart. And then... um. And then, like, he jumps down from the roof and you see Bloodsport's just, like, burning people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, they just, uh, they, like, walk off screen, which I thought is really cool because they did that in Watchmen, uh, which is that Zack Snyder movie. There's, like, a scene where a guy's, like, burning alive in the prison. Oh, yeah, they used to do that a lot in movies. Yeah. They would be stuntmen that literally just get lit on fire. Yeah, what they have to do is put on, like, petroleum jelly Mm -hmm. and then they douse them with, like, fire and then they light them and they have, like like 15 to 30 seconds to where they can just walk around on fire till it starts like burning. Yeah. So they have to like, like it's really hard to pull off, which is like, like props to that. Yeah. It's cool. And that, that whole scene is actually like within like the first half of the movie. They, uh, so there's, there's two teams. Yeah. It's like the first team that we talked about that got massacred in the beginning. <laughs> the only people to survive out of that are Harley Quinn and Rick flag. Yeah. Rick flag runs off and gets captured that they, they they think he's captured, but he's really, with the freedom fighters, they saved him. Yeah, like he just ran off at like yeah. the opposite direction in the and woods. And that's another. Th- it's it's funny because uh, they go to save him. Like Amanda Waters, like oh, we gotta rescue Rick Flag. Like you guys gotta. Yeah, it's go like in new there. priority mission. Yeah, and they they just wipe out like all of them. King Shark eats somebody. Ratcatcher like gets yeah. somebody. Like Polka Dot Man melts some people out of like a out of a like a, a watchtower yeah. and they die. And his polka dots, they're like acid. Like they just like they like melt yeah, through your body. They like disintegrate. There's yeah, they just anything in their path is getting just destroyed and melted. It was kind of fucked up because like I started kind of questioning it when they uh there was just women like there like washing dishes and there's people like <laughs> yeah, bathing. I, I was like fuck like they're just killing the women too. The women was just like washing some clothes and singing and then John Cena just like yeah just like blow like, shoots dart. A She's like. <laughs> She just dies. <laughs> and yeah, so they get they finally get to Rick Flag and he's just like having a laugh with like the leader. Yeah. And then they're like, What are you guys doing here? 
And he's just like, we're here to rescue you. It's like, no, these are the freedom fighters. Yeah. He's like, they saved my life. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, why did my people not alert me? <laughs> you guys are on. <laughs> and they're just like. Uh-uh. And I, I love how right after that, Rick Flag just straight, like, Rick Flag just straight up says, like, like, oh, these guys are idiots. Like, <laughs> but. <laughs> he's like, these guys. They're like, just like, like they're, in the back. They're really dumb. He's like, <laughs> he's but, like what does this one do? He's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could use fucking- your help. <laughs> I, I, that's one thing also I, I think I like about the writing in this. So. One one complaint that not everybody but some people have with the Marvel movies is that like everybody's throwing quips out, you know what I mean? Like everyone's joking, everyone's just like saying like a one liner for a joke. Like yeah, like a lot of times it's rapid fire. Like everyone's quipping. Like yeah. every character, even if they're like a serious character. Yeah. So a lot of people have complaints at that. Some movies are worse than others of that. Um, but what I like about this one is they're each character kind of stays in their own um their own uh personality they don't really like not everyone's quipping like like rat catcher has like parts that are funny like when she like when king shark tries to eat her and she kind of says like like she's reacting to him it's like there's funny parts yeah. but she's not saying quips and like yeah she's not like oh you like peacemaker is pretty like like he's not quipping but he's saying like he's kind of just straight down the middle like in terms of like he's a he's like a hard like I'll do anything for peace but he's also yeah. kind of like he's kind of got like a big head yeah he's kind but his own his his funny parts, like his lines, are like when he's bantering with Bloodsport, but it's it's not like he's quipping. He's just being like they're both being very egotistical about their skills, and that's why it's funny. Yeah, like no one's really like quipping, and like Rick Flag's trying to be serious, like like that, like throughout the whole movie. I don't think Rick Flag says anything funny really, but like the parts that are funny is that he's trying to like be the serious one when he's got like this group of like idiots, and he's kind of yeah. like. That, and that's what makes it funny, you know what yeah. I mean? That's, and that, that's what I really it's like. the characters. Also. Each character, like, stays within themselves, and that's what makes their lines work, and everything's funny about it, you know? Yeah, I agree. I think that, like, the, the James Gunn... The character is probably Harley Quinn, but, like, that makes sense. Yeah, I like how they did her. I think James Gunn, like, doing Guardians 1 and 2 has, like, been able to balance characters mm-hmm. pretty yeah. well, like, cutting through different scenes and stuff. Um, and this is probably, like, the biggest amount of characters that he had to kind of balance and stuff that's probably why he killed off a lot of them in the beginning he's like fuck (laughs) i don't want to have to like make stories for them and shit yeah yeah yeah. but uh yeah what do you think about the middle part of the movie uh my friend marco said that it kind of dragged on like he said he liked the first and third act what do you think about the middle and stuff which part what would you call the middle like when they get to the club like yeah when they get before they rescue harley like when harley gets captured and Uh then i guess the part when they're in the club like getting to the thinker you know i actually really liked that that middle part because i do agree i could see where somebody would be like oh man it's getting kind of slow and dragging but for me i actually really enjoyed that part of it because there's like a like there's like a long scene where they're driving to the club together and you just get like rat catcher 2's backstory and blood sports talking to her and they they have like a really uh like you you get to understand the characters more like there's actually scenes where you can tell that they're doing characterization like all all the characters are like learning more about each other you you figure out why uh bloodsport has a fear of rats which is another thing that oh, like, yeah. the wall and her team yeah didn't nobody check on. went over a lot of people's yeah, heads they're like you put on you put bloodsport who's supposed to be the leader of the team on a team of someone who literally controls rats yeah um but no yeah i like the middle part because and then when, when they get to the club 
they have a drink and we see them literally like laughing together and like they're starting yeah they to actually bond. started building like camaraderie and stuff yeah and I, I the scene's kind of funny they're like all dancing and you see like John Cena's doing like stupid like dad moves yeah <laughs> and, I uh, thought that was cool you see Polka Dot Man's like in the yeah he, oh, bro he had the hose on him bro I know, he did, and then, oh, we, we haven't mentioned it yet Polka um, Dot Man pulled the hose Polka Dot Man has like a uh, has has like a, what's the word like I guess a uh, a bad he had a bad childhood so yeah. he can't he sees his mom everywhere he has like a crippling fear of his mother because his mother experimented on him and his siblings yeah. to get superpowers from them and he doesn't like his mom yeah. do you think that's what his mom like actually look well it has to be but if he was given like an interdimensional virus like that's what his powers are and shit mm-hmm. like the way the mom looks she just looks like an average like overweight <laughs> like like, like white mom with glasses mom. yeah like you expect me to believe Okay. I mean, if they're working I mean, in a lab, like you, you could look like anything. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, but no, yeah. There's, there's like three like scenes in the movie where you see the world from Polka Dot Man's yeah. perspective, and he, he's looking at the team, and you see like a, a gray shark version of his mom. Yeah. You see Dude. like peacemaker. They had the yeah. actress that played the mom just put on everyone's outfit. Yeah, <laughs> and he's so like weird. dressed like Rick Flag, dressed like Peacemaker, dressed like Rat Catcher. God. And it's was there an actual actress that played? the mom let's look that up. for sure yeah who else would it be but then they cgi'd like a lot of that so you think that was mocap or something well they obviously the shark thing was cgi but like i think her in in all the outfits that was probably just they just made an outfit that fit her excuse me um another thing i like is uh i like how uh all the characters and I mean, this goes for like, I'm sure most movies do this, but I can tell James Gunn had attention to detail where each character, like they literally like were you could tell they were told to have certain mannerisms. Like what I mean by that is I like how there's a couple shots where like, you just see like a wide shot of like the team walking forward. Like there's yeah. one when the second team gets on the beach for the first oh, time. Oh yeah, that was, and, that was bad. And then like that says the suicide squad behind them and it starts the intro for like all the credits and names and stuff. Oh, and there's yeah. another one, like maybe like right before the final act where they're coming out of the rain and it's like, Oh, the, that was badass. That too. one's another cool one. But what, what I've noticed and I really like this, I like how they told the character that plays rat catcher and both of those scenes she has on her mask. Yeah. And they, they told her to have like the like hunched over mannerisms like with her arms up because yeah. if you look in the comic if you look at Ratcatcher he's kind of like a creepy looking guy yeah so he has on the mask and everything and he's kind of hunched over with his arms and if you watch Ratcatcher when she's walking in both of those scenes like she kind of like has that mannerism like she's kind of like like kind of hunched over and like looking around like a rat yeah like she has those mannerisms and I thought that was really cool I like how king shark kind of has the same thing he's the kind of like a big like just bumbling guy yeah and uh polka dot man kind of has like a like the weird thing going on like so he's he's constantly sim- like fidgeting. yeah he's like fidgeting with his hands but he's not like not in the same way as rat catcher and they all have their own mannerisms and they all that just those little things that you only see visually just add to the the character uh like each character and yeah. that's what i really liked the all that stuff you could tell that James Gunn told them like let's do it again but you got to do this yeah it's yeah he had really good direction with this that's what I'm saying oh well, yeah what did you think in the middle then because you said uh our friend Marco said he that he thought it was slow I thought it was I thought it was good because the beginning is just like so much to take in with like you get introduced to characters and then like a lot of them just die and then you meet the second team you kind of figure out what's going on with like okay like the mission is like to go onto the island and pretty much get rid of uh like jotunheim or whatever mm. so you you understand the goals and stuff and i think it's kind of good in the middle like to 
you know, the rest of the team meets up with Rick Flag. Um, there's like that whole Harley side story, which I thought was pretty funny. I thought that was super funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't really think it dragged on. I think it was just kind of good to like pause for a bit because the movie, I think it like starts it at 10. It's maybe does, even right like a away. nine. It, it starts at yeah. It's like whenever you do something like that, it's hard to then slow it back down without messing up the pacing. But I thought the pacing of the movie was actually great. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good because you can't, you don't want to like overwhelm the audience with so much information to where they have to mm-hmm. pause and th- like you don't want your audience like when they're watching it at HBO Max to pause and be like, okay, like, like this is happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I think the middle part was good because it it lets you know the characters more through like them interacting with each other. Like you said, the bus, like when they were bus riding over yeah, to the, that's the club. A great scene. And there was a lot of moments where um, they like humanize the characters, like even King Shark, like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, like he's about to eat like rat catcher. And she's like, oh, like, like you wouldn't eat your friends. And he's just like, I'm like, I don't have any friends. <laughs> and then they kind of, I guess, like start a little friendship, which is yeah, cool. And then she they asked to be their friend. Yeah, I know. I thought she was going to like. For a second, I yeah, thought when he shook they, her they hand. shake hands, I thought he was going to pull her in. And yeah, I thought he was just going to fucking snap her I arm. was hoping that wasn't going to happen because I was really liking Yeah, I was like, oh, already. shit. Yeah. And that's when John Cena pulls up in his tidy whities Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Um, and then they even considered killing him, too. Remember? They're yeah, just like, they're oh, like, like are we going to kill, kill him? <laughs> dude, I was surprised uh, Bloodsport like, was fucking... He was bodying him, dude. He pulled out his fucking oh, gun. Oh, yeah. was just like shooting the shit out of him. I, I do like that. Bloodsport's... Um, all of his weapons come from his suit, his outfit. He's like ripping off like pieces of yeah, it. Yeah, it's cool. Which, in the comics, the character Bloodsport kind of has this... He has a, he actually has a superpower. I think it's called like... Like, he does the same thing, but he just pulls weapons through like interdimensional portals oh, and shit. Like, like, he, he pulls them out of like thin air and shit like that. That would have been So cool. he has like that power in the comics. So I think... James Gunn was like, nah, like let's not let's not make him like that crazy superpowered. Let's just make it where it's part of his suit. Yeah. Which I thought it looked good too. I I no, really I like a lot cool. of the scenes how he like rips something off and it's like it looks like a weird looking thing, but it still shoots or it's like a mini gun. Yeah, it almost looked like an like alien type gun yeah, from like Halo and how or something. He could like grab another piece and put it onto that gun and it changes into a bigger gun. Yeah. He does it at the end and he puts on like five pieces of things and makes yeah. this big ass gun. That thing was cool. I yeah, I like I like that. Um I love that shot when he he puts like his whole gun together and then like he just starts shooting at yeah, Sorrow yeah, with like yeah. the Suicide Squad like walking behind him. Yeah, that's that, kinda that, like that's backing right them at the up. End. Um what do you think of Starro? I thought that was a really... I mean, yeah, they showed it in the trailer, but obviously there was a lot more like behind it when yeah, they actually get... In this movie yeah, right they actually that. get to Jotunheim, and mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, like, so this thing came from space, like, the Americans found it, and, like, they actually just, like, offshored it to this other island because they didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. And I think he was saying, like, the more... Like, people it takes over, it gets stronger. Like, it's it's like a host, like it's a parasite. Like controlling them. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. Well, they, the twist in the movie is that they, so they've been tasked to destroy this building pretty much and everything in it. Yeah. Which is Project Starfish, which is, uh, the, the twist is that they find out that this is actually like pretty much like a U.S. operation. Like they are the ones that found the starfish, like you said, in the space and they hired the thinker to conduct experiments so they can use this. Yeah. this alien and that was like 30 years ago i think yeah, he said. he's and, been um, with it for 30 years yeah and the, the you find out in the beginning that there's been a a change of like government like this pretty much has kind of turned into like a dictatorship type thing yeah um so that's why the u.s is sending in the suicide squad because they're like oh shit 
they they now have control of this big thing that we were controlling. Let's just destroy it so no one knows that the U.S. had something to do with this. Yeah, it's like a cover-up mission. Yeah, it's much. a cover-up mission. But like and, they didn't really know. Yeah, and they, no one knew besides Peacemaker, I think, because Amanda Waller knew. Yeah, he, she she always has a backup. I think Rick, yeah. Rick Flagger. Yeah, Rick Flagg says he's like, oh, like I knew like Amanda Waller always had like a backup. Yeah, so her backup plan was she knew that Peacekeeper, his whole thing is he will kill like anybody. He doesn't care if it's like a fucking puppy, a child. Like he does not care what he has to do to keep peace. Yeah. And in his mind, keeping like the peace on like American soil, he's pretty much like a fucked up Captain America. Yeah. With like guns and shit. With like fucked up morals. Yeah. And he he pretty much, he has no moral compass when it comes to keeping peace. Yeah. So he, and what I liked about, and I I can tell through, John Cena had great acting. Yeah, he was, he's been killing it, bro. Yeah, because he, I could tell in the fight scene when he pulls a gun on Rick Flagg, because Rick Flagg wants to show the press that the U.S. was, and he's like, oh, I'm not covering up the military's, like, dirty secrets. Yeah, he's like, I've been a dog for so yeah. long, like, I'm not going to do Peacemaker's this. And Peacemaker's like, I can't let you do that. And then they start fighting, and what I like about it is what ends up happening is Peacemaker stabs him with, like, a piece of tile through Yeah, his they heart. fucking fight. Yeah. Like, I think it cuts between two scenes, like, they're, because they split up into two teams to set bombs around the place or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then, like... Uh, like as soon as he's about he's about to shoot Rick Flag, like the whole building collapses, and then they all wake up like in the rubble. Yeah, yeah and yeah. then I think they the just bombs start, went off by accident. Yeah, they just start. Oh yeah, that's right. Fucking polka dot man just like blew it up. <laughs> Very reckless. But um, when they fight, what I like about it is I think I at least this is what I picked up. I don't know if you agree with this or not. Let me know. Um, I thought based on John Cena's acting when. I could it felt like to me he really didn't want to kill Rick Flag. Like he's like, I'll do it. He's like, but like because it seems like he had like become friends with him. Yeah. Like through like the all the scenes they had together, like at the bar and like drinking, and then they broke out of like a like a an armored car together and like they did all this stuff together. And it seemed to me like forgot about Yeah, it seemed to me like he didn't want to kill him. Like like he was like, Oh no, like you like you're cool, man. Like you're my friend. He's like, But like, I mean, I gotta do it for peace. Like, don't yeah. make me do this. And but he's like, I will. I don't want to. And I got that vibe from him and his acting. And that's why I was like, Oh, like like he's not just a killer, you know what I mean? Like, I mean he's he is, but yeah. I, I got the uh from the from just like the Like facial. it was really difficult for him to kind of do. Yeah, like he'll still do it, but it seemed like yeah. he didn't want to, you know. That was a good fight scene too. The way that they filmed, uh, like around his helmet, like when oh, it first started, shot, like you could yeah. just see their reflections, like fighting. I thought that was yeah. really cool, and um, that that was probably CGI too, but uh, that felt practical. That it looked really great. It yeah. looks it looks really good. Um, speaking of how the polka dot man exploded everything, there's two times in this movie where James Gunn goes back in time. Mm-hmm. Like right at the beginning, we see the massacre at the beach, and then it says three days earlier. And then we see Amanda Waller forming blood sports because there's two teams. There's blood sports, like yeah. five man squad. And then there's the big. Yeah, his is like smaller, like yeah. more powerful beings. And you find out that she, I think she, her and Blackguard maybe, maybe she like knew Blackguard was going to set him up because it's, she did it for a diversion, we find out. Mm. And to like let blood sport and them get on without having to deal with any of the military. And then later on, when, uh, Near the end, we see, like, it literally says eight minutes earlier. It's Peacemaker's about to kill Ratcatcher. Yeah. To Because he's like, oh, like, you you saw, like, the records. You know about them. Like, I got to Yeah, he's sure like, I got to no clean trace. up everything. Yeah, and he's going to kill her, too. And then it says eight minutes earlier. And actually, I found this out. 
apparently like right when it says eight minutes earlier, it's actually exactly eight minutes of fill time from oh, when really? from when like that happens. It's exactly That's eight cool. minutes. Yeah, so like it, I when James Gunn was jumping back and forth like between like three days earlier, which like about them uh Blackguards like team assembling, I like how he showed like the other Suicide Squad members in the background. Oh yeah. Like they didn't yeah. talk but like they looked at each other and they were just like, Oh like what the fuck? Yeah, like yeah, you could they see were either that. in their cells or they were just like like remember he cleaned up Savant's like hair. Oh yeah, yeah, like, that's gross. That was and then gross. uh Pete Davidson Blackguard walks by and gives oh, yeah. him like some toilet He's kind paper. Of a dickhead. <laughs> but the way that James Gunn did uh the like jumping back and forth, like I, I thought it was paced. Yeah, really I didn't well. think it was confusing because I yeah. knew like he would say like right away, and it was cool the way he put it. Like it felt very comic booky. Yeah, like it would either be uh like oh like meanwhile let's jump to Harley. It would be like written in like tree roots, or it would be like. That yeah, really cool shot yeah. of like Jotunheim, like when they switched to that chapter. Yeah, and it's like a, like a it's like a perspective thing. Yeah, like it was like a building, like a roof was all damaged and shit. And but then the, the, way you the saw camera it. pans to the left, and then you slowly see everything move yeah. in perspective. It felt like like turning pages on like a comic book. I yeah, exactly, and a lot of comics have like those screens where, like you said, it'll say meanwhile. Yeah, like it literally says meanwhile Harley, and she's like been captured. Yeah, I thought that was cool. She has like her own or her whole own like subplot yeah i thought that was cool yeah she i like spending like time with her like just yeah. like harley quinn yeah she she uh she becomes like a princess and she marries like the uh or she's gonna marry the president but then she kills him <laughs> and then she gets captured then she escapes dude this the scene of her escaping i really liked yeah when she she like crazy she escapes she gets out she like grabs like a uh a key with her feet and like unlocks herself and then she goes and I, I really liked how when she's killing everybody, like there's flowers and then there's like birds flying around. Yeah, that was beautiful. Cause like, like uh, I, I what what I got is I, I was thinking like, oh shit, maybe like, cause she's like insane. Maybe yeah. that's like her vision. Cause I know in some of the Harley comics they've made, um, obviously this one knows she's murdering people. Like she's aware that she's killing people. But in the in some of the comic stories I've written or I've read from her, mm-hmm. the writers have had like like a Harley panel where like in one panel, someone there's like blood all over the wall and someone looks like she murdered them. And then from her vision, like they're just like knocked out. Like, and there's like birdies like around their head and there's like little flowers and stuff. Like what she sees is different. Yeah. So she doesn't think she's actually like murdering people in some comics. She's kind of just crazy and she sees all this stuff. And this one, I think she definitely is killing people, but I think that's, She's like seeing flowers and shit come out with the blood. Yeah, and I, I really liked how you you uh, you could see it from her perspective also, like while she's yeah. doing all that. That was cool. Yeah, she was marking them too, dude, with the spear. She or was the javelin. Oh yeah, she yeah she got a <laughs> javelin's javelin. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I felt kind of bad that he died because like, I mean, he had a javelin. He, he bro. got shot up, bro. Like I feel like he throw it once and it's like shit. Like my powers. Like they're on the beach full of like. <laughs> Over like 200 yeah. people like shooting guns like yeah yeah Amanda Waller set that team up for failure no for sure she did I she obviously she over picked like TDK yeah she overcompensated like a bunch of like underperforming <laughs> like C listers Harley Quinn is probably the only one she and probably then, just yeah why she put Harley on there she was like oh let me just get rid of yeah this. she probably just wanted to kill her yeah <laughs> I'm tired of dealing with her yeah but um, then like blood sports teams just like muscle like fucking hurt. Oh, like, wow. that was clearly the team that was going to, like, infiltrate. Like, yeah. She, she knew. Like, if you see the way she set up the team and shit. Oh, for sure. She put, like, the people who have more yeah. competence on one side. Yeah. And then she put uh, Bloodsport on there. Who I actually like his uh, arc of being, like, oh, like, I'm in prison. Like, I need to get my daughter away from me. Like, I have no good. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to, like, 
strangely enough, like rat catchers, like little rat Sebastian, like senses good in him. Oh yeah, which is funny. Like I like the little scenes with him where he's just like he's like waving at. Yeah, people. he's like being or like he offers him a leaf. He's like, <laughs> yeah, why the fuck would I want to leave? Why would I want to leave for? I thought that was funny, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So the rat like senses good in him, and then by the end of it. When they do the final battle with Starro, he's like telling everyone what to do. He's like Harley, like get up on the high ground. Yeah, like, he's like leading them. Yeah, he's like King Shark. Like I need you to just fucking like. He, he's like nom nom. Yeah, he's like. And then uh, monsters. He's like, That's your mom. Yeah. <laughs> you see that? Oh, so yeah. Yeah. Right at the end, when they finally decide to fight, uh, they're fighting Starro. They've yeah. already completed their mission. Amanda Waller was like, "Oh, y'all can just dip." Yeah. Like, she's like, "I don't care. Like this oh, is. Yeah. We've already destroyed our records. We're cool." She was like, just leave. And then they're like, he couldn't do it. They're like, oh, we're going. Yeah, back. they were actually about to walk away. But then like he had that moment of like, yeah, what is it called? When like, you know, you can't turn away from something, but like, it's probably a word for it. I don't know. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on it. Yeah. But, but like no, yeah, his moral team, compass was just like, no, like this is not the right thing to and do. And the whole team is with him and they're like coming back. Yeah, Because they're him. following him. Yeah. They take and it, uh, follow Amanda Waller's like, oh, I'm going to kill all of you guys if you keep going in. Yeah. And, uh, somebody on the team or like on Amanda Waller's team just like knocks her out with a golf club (laughs) and they start helping. They're just like, oh shit. Yeah, then they start helping the the Suicide Squad. Like she's just out cold on the floor. I know, she got knocked out, bro. She was, she, man, she felt super intense in this movie. Like, Oh, dude, I think she's way better in this than the other one. Yeah, I think so. Like in this one, I think. She's more cold and like willing. I think she's like the villain of this movie if you really think about it. And that's what I like about her. Yeah, I get she's, yeah. Because, like, think about, it, like, Starro, I mean, he's kind of, like, the big thing for them to fight at the end. But, like, if we're being real, and this could be, like, a slight complaint, but, I mean, I don't really care because, like, I think it's fine. Yeah. Um, Starro doesn't really have any, like, like plan. Like, you know how most movies, superhero movies, there's a villain, and they're yeah. like, oh, like, like in Black Panther, um, uh, what's his name? Killmonger. Killmonger, yeah. Yeah, he, he actually was, he like. He has, like, a plan, like, and he's kind of mad about this, and he wants to use Wakanda's thing to like make um black people superior. Yeah. And he he has like the right idea, but he's doing it the going about it the wrong way. Yeah. Starro doesn't really have any like thing. You know, he doesn't have like a like he doesn't have anything. He he's just mad and he just yeah. like, wants to kiss, smash it because he's been captured for 30 years. I guess it's yeah. revenge is what he wants. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess cool. it's one of those villains where it's like they don't really have a plan or an agenda. Yeah, and like, I mean, they I'm just... cool with that if I'm being real. Because I think Amanda Waller comes off as more of a villain to me because yeah. she's like, like, she's like, you know, she, she's just evil. She's ruthless. Yeah. Like, she was willing to kill like blood, she, she, blood sports child. Yeah, she and even the people it. in the control room were just like, yeah, her own team like, were, were like, were you, you really going to do that? And she yeah. was just like, yeah. And I, that's what I really like about her. Um, yeah. She, she seems like she's actually like, I, to me, she comes off as like the main villain. She's very intense. Yeah. And, uh. Starro is kind of just like a cool thing for them to shoot, which I don't really have a problem with it, like I said, because it doesn't need it. It's it's a big ass starfish, bro. Like it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. already crazy enough. I do like how also right before then when Starro finally like breaks out of the like building, it like says like Starro versus the Suicide Oh, yeah. Squad. That kind of gave me like Scott Pilgrim vibes. Yeah. Like they had to do all of the like little like things, like especially when um there's what are they called? Like title cards, I guess, yeah. that pull up. And that you said it like reminds you of the comics. The one I really liked was when Rick Flag, Bloodsport, and Peacemaker all break out of that car, and there's like fire behind them, and it says like "All right," and it says like Operation Jodenheim at first, like all in flames. Yeah. And then Rick Flag is like, "Oh no, we gotta save Harley," and then the fire 
goes down and in smoke it says operation harley yeah that was really cool dude there's so many great shots like that yeah it's cool because like you're watching it and you just like i said it starts at like a 10 and it keeps going Mm -hmm. and it just kind of pulls you out of the movie for it a bit to be like all right this is what's happening yeah and And uh when we watched it our friend kept being like what did that say i couldn't read it (laughs) (laughs) you did was it dj as dj as dj (laughs) shout out dj uh let's see i think we're pretty much gone through a lot of the stuff we like uh i really like the uh the the battle between uh peace peacemaker and uh Bloodsport. i thought that was really cool oh like, yeah as the building like collapses yeah. which by the way it fucking falls on like king shark but he's good he's good yeah. like i thought he was actually gonna Dude, he fell out of the, i like, thought he was like, gonna die when he fucking he fell out of the building too. but then yeah. like like i guess his fucking his skin is just impenetrable yeah because so, like king he's shark gets attacked by these like little fish looking things yeah i guess they're like some weird experiment because they've been doing i don't know what they do in that building yeah i don't know and it, they're pretty much they attack him like piranhas you just see blood going like yeah crazy. he just starts I, getting bitten like, i thought he was about to get i thought he might die there yeah and then right after that he falls out like 10 stories yeah. probably thought, more dude yeah i thought he was gonna die there and yeah. then the top of that when he's laying there they all just start shooting yeah. him with like fully, ima- fully <laughs> i thought it was funny rifles. like everyone just like takes time to like reload and shit yeah and he's, he's, there, like, <laughs> he's like fuck the, the shark looks really real in a lot of the scenes. Like, when they're in the... Yeah, uh, he does. Like, the... What is it called? It's like, the texture of his skin. Yeah, and then, like, his skin looks really wet, like, constantly. and it's It like, looks like a shark. Yeah, it does. It looks, like, very uh, realistic, which is when why I like... When the, they're in the bus driving to the club, he's, like, sitting in the back looking out at the window, and you just oh, see yeah. all the lights, like, from, like, the neon signs and stuff reflecting off of his skin and face, and it, it looks really... Yeah. Good. Like, I, I, I looks like a shark. Yeah. <laughs> it's King Shark, bro. But I guess he's a... Uh, I wouldn't say immortal, but he's OP. Like he, he Amanda Waller is. said they needed him when they were like almost about to kill him. Yeah. Which I don't know how they would have done, but <laughs> yeah. Um, when we get to the end when they're fighting Starro. Um, every, so pretty much they all survive except uh, Polka Dot Man is the one that dies. <laughs> he, uh, Dude, I felt bad because like he finally like got over his mother and like he accepted like he's like, he, oh, like I'm a he, superhero. Yeah, he just like shot all his Polka Dots at Starro's leg and like he like overcame his like, fear pretty much. It. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm a superhero. <laughs> and then he gets yeah. fucking smashed. I felt bad. Yeah, he dies like in the last like 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, he was. He almost made it. I kind of like that too because it's just like even when you think like no one's safe. Yeah, I, I, dude, I love it. The only people that made it out alive then were Bloodsport, Harley Quinn, King Ratcatcher. Shark, and Ratcatcher. Yeah. Four of them out of like the 15 man squad that we started out with. Yeah, I know. I felt bad when Rick Flag died. Like, I mean, go back to that fight scene with him and Peace, mm, yeah. Peacemaker. But uh, yeah, I actually, that was I like that little X-ray that they did because when he first gets stabbed, you're just like, oh shit! Like, like maybe it wasn't lethal. And then he smashes it. Yeah. Then it's like right in his, his heart. heart. And oh, yeah. uh, and then the last battle between Peacemaker and and Bloodsport was really cool because like you think they're gonna go like crazy, like start doing a. They do like a like a draw off. Yeah, it's pretty much like an instant duel. They just they pull their guns, and I like how it slows down and the camera just like pans around yeah, the bullets, yeah, yeah. and it goes through like uh, Peacemaker's bullet. Because Peacemaker has like a big ass gun. Yeah, it's like a big ass. Well, and it's like a Desert Eagle yeah. with like extended barrel, yeah. and then he extends it even more I with know. the fucking silencer. And then Bloodsport just pulls out like a tiny little pistol and shoots it, and we see the bullets. They they hit and. The, Bloodsport's bullet goes right through it. Yeah, and it just blows. It like it's a smaller, it. more concise bullet. And I think Bloodsport or Peacemaker earlier in the movie talked about like how he's got like these big like concussion and like exploding hollow point bullets. Yeah, that go through other people's yeah. bullets. So 
he he ends up dying because of that because Bloodsport's like, oh, I got smaller bullets. Yeah, he like hits him right in the throat. Oh, but but did he die though, Nick? He did not. I actually seen he's been tweeting from the uh, Peacemaker on HBO oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the Twitter account. That that was the thing going into this uh, since they had already announced there's a Peacemaker show coming to HBO. Um, I was like, okay, so is Peacemaker for sure gonna live, or is it gonna be a prequel, or that's, what? That's what I was thinking was a prequel. Yeah, because also I think they said that he they haven't said who, but they said there's other villains from like Suicide Squad apparently are gonna make appearances in the show. So I don't know, maybe Weasel? Ratcatcher, maybe I don't Weasel? know who. Huh? <laughs> Say Weasel. Oh, that would be cool. I that was such a stupid It's like ass it's like Peacemaker. Scene. We gotta send you back into Corto Maltese. Weasel's on the loose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was funny. Like yeah, the the two post credit scenes. I think two movie. or three days like pass. Yeah, and then like it shows the first post credit scenes just like Weasel on like dead body on the beach. He he coughs up the water. yeah. He coughs up some water and he's just like yeah. He's like where am I? Like, and then he just fucking runs off. He into runs the, off into the forest. <laughs> <laughs> I like the little sounds they gave him. It sounds so weird. Yeah. Um. So I really one last thing also I like how uh, when they finally. Ratcatcher calls in all her rats. Yeah, and there's like a swarm of rats that. Yeah, are that coming. was. I didn't expect who like was gonna take down Starro because that thing it's was pretty f- much Ratcatcher. It's Ratcatcher and Harley. I yeah, think. it's they both do two two things that finish it off. Yeah, but um, all the rats are just swarming it, and then Harley got with the javelin. She the so javelin kind of helped too. Yeah, it did. Like, and this is one thing actually. Um, I was expecting. Cause she jumps right at its big eye off the javelin to like stab it. Yeah. And I like how I was expecting it to like hit the eye and then maybe pull down. Yeah. But like she, it. there's, she goes smoothly through it cause it's like an iris. Like, and it's, yeah. It's like a giant eye. It's like filled with liquid and like starfishy guts and weird shit. Yeah. And I like how there's no like stabbing sound. Like she literally kind of like pops through it. Yeah. It just pops through And its she eye. just goes into this juice and then you see the rats swimming past yeah. her. I thought that was really cool with like the music and everything. And Harley's just kind of like, yeah, it's kind of basking she's, she's in its like, fucking eye juice, and, and then the rats come the in rats and just start like they the, start eating its membrane and oh, shit. Oh yeah, there's gets that all, was, and that then was you, gross. you see a a scene of the starfish, and it's like there's like a ton of blood in its yeah, its eye. eyes just its red. eyes like deflated, and it finally falls over. Yeah, yeah, but that that was gross. I I also like how the starfish, in a way, I mean, it is it is a, it's trying to kill people. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I like how. Because when it take, has its little starfish go over other people, it can speak through them. Yeah. And I like how its final words, when it's about to die, it tells them like, like, oh, I was happy, like, like looking among the stars. So yeah. in a way, like it was chilling in space. And the only reason why like it's becomes like its life sucks now is because people captured it and took it to Earth. Yeah. So he's like, oh, like I was Fucking chilling. America. Like, yeah. Ex- <laughs> so in a way, the starfish is a good, good guy, too. Yeah, I guess. So. I guess. I mean, not maybe, really, but maybe that was the one that. Uh, I mean, probably Amanda Waller. I don't know who took it from space, but <laughs> I guess that thing, in a way, was kind of innocent. But when you kept it in prison for so long, yeah, like the thing. Oh, the thinker gotta, gets completely like murked. Oh, dude, I fucking love. I love <laughs> how the thing like so the the explosion goes off and the little like viewing window breaks and he's just like oh shit and he starts like, trying to run <laughs> and these little tentacles saying, like, come oh. out and pull him yeah, he's like i'm amazing my bad like we cool yeah he's just like i'm ready to change i like how he <laughs> says that because it's like he knows that he kept it in prison and it's he's probably talked to it like communicated yeah. to it telepathically or whatever and, then they, like, and they've had it, like rip his arms off yeah he rips legs. his arms and then like you just see fucking and he's then he slams the other half of the body against like a window yeah. and you see blood straight up fucking explode like the yeah. body there's no, nothing left yeah it's fucking <laughs> blood 
I thought that was crazy. Yeah, there's a this movie's great. I really like this movie. Yeah, it's really good. It has good pacing. Uh, there's a great I music like, choice too. Yeah, for sure, it's James Gunn. That, yeah. He's really like perfected that. Was there an album that came with this or like a? I know there's a soundtrack. It has a soundtrack which has all the music. I think it's on Spotify. I also really like the score of this. Like, there's a lot of like when when you see uh the the flashback with Ratcatcher. And her dad, the music playing in that is actually really good. Yeah. Like that, and that's just the score. Like they just straight up like wrote that for this movie. Yeah. So the score and the soundtrack work together really well. Yeah, I thought that was good. I think I, we forgetting anything. Or is that that's that's it? <laughs> I think that's it. Pretty much. I'm gonna. We had a lot to say about this one. Yeah, we did. We did. So final thoughts. I mean, I already gave it my ranking at the beginning, like a four. You gave it a four five. and a half out of five stars on Letterboxd. Well, we usually go out of ten. So what would you give it on a ten? I mean, if you translate that, that's pretty much like a what, like a nine. A nine. I give it a nine. I think I gave it a nine too out the theater. Yeah. Because let me see. What? Why ain't it a ten for me? What? What? What could be better? Like, why is it not a perfect score? Maybe if the beginning was like a little bit longer. To like mm-hmm. the uh I guess the shitty like first team had that kind of banter <laughs> and stuff when they first met. Well, I mean I guess they did in the plane, but yeah, I guess bit, James yeah. Gunn didn't want us to get too attached to them and then just kill them because yeah. I guess people don't really <laughs> like that. Or it's like oh I like that character and then like they're just fucking dead. Let's see I what could be better. Yeah I know we've been praising this movie. Maybe maybe if like Starro had a better I guess motivation. That's the word I was Or maybe if for. there was more of like the thinker. It would have been cool if the thinker was working with Starro and he's like, you know what? Like you guys have been <laughs> like you threw me on this island to fucking like raise this thing. And it's like now we're just going to take over. That's originally what I thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to be like I've been experimenting on them and shit. He's like I've been building an army. Oh, like he's controlling it. Yeah. Like that's what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I could see that. Um, No, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure there's a. Like I can't off the top of my head think of anything I would have wanted better. Maybe like, maybe this is just, this is just a personal thing. Most people probably don't care. I would have liked um, uh, Captain Boomerang to live a little bit longer because yeah, he, he, he dies right at the beginning, and he was in the other one. The that whole was movie. so dumb too because he was just fucking doing his job on the beach, and then that. He gets a he gets a kill actually. Like yeah, he, he cuts off like two dudes' scalps or something. Yeah, shit. and then uh, because of that one chick, Mongol, the orange, yeah. she dude, grabs. She the, did. She, she grabs the. <laughs> she jumps on the helicopter. She's like, "I'll take it down," and then instantly she's just she's like burning alive. Yeah, she loses control. <laughs> oh, I thought that was funny. She was just like, dude, <laughs> and Boomerang died in a bad way. Like the, the all the propellers hit hit up all these palm trees and he got like hit with wooden yeah, shrapnel like in his face and shit. it's in his face it's in his body and then on top of that then the helicopter just like hits him with the propellers yeah that was fucked. yeah he got he got oh my god he i got think it. like it's cool because they like harley quinn still knows rick flag and she still knows boomer yeah they, you um, can tell cause yeah they she get was in the uh and the the when they're first in the helicopter going to the place they're 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 like laughing together like they all they obviously know each other Everyone else kind of is like their first time. Yeah. So I think maybe what do- it doesn't make this a 10 for me was I just wanted to see some characters live a bit longer. I could see um, that. But I think this movie's great. Like, nonetheless, I think James Gunn did a really good job. But it would have been cool if Boomerang was on the other team. I think he was low-key. Uh, what's the word called? Underused? Yeah, either underused or like nerfed, I guess, in this movie. Yeah, but I, I just yeah I I really like the picks for the people that were on the team in this one though more so than the other one because the other one is like 
everyone's like pretty much just a brawler besides like Deadshot, who's just pretty much a guy that can shoot. Yeah. And everyone Anything else just fights hand. with their hands. Um, besides Diablo, who has fire. There's like two people that do other stuff in yeah, the other bro. one. This one just had way more like diversity. Like rat catcher, you rats, polka dot, big ass shark. Yeah, it's like no one was like really quite the same, of course, except like Peacemaker and Yeah, they make a joke out of that too. But then they they're different personality wise. Yeah, but it makes sense because like she sent uh like Bloodsport there so his daughter wouldn't die because she yeah. needed a leader, and then Peacemaker was there to like make sure that the mission was actually finished. Yeah, I, I think uh overall I'm giving it a nine. Yeah, I'll give it a nine. Still a really good movie. Yeah, it's really this is probably my favorite DC movie from their like universe. Yeah, I think so. It's either this or Wonder Woman. Those are my top two for it's sure. Either this or Man of Steel is really good. Man of Steel is top really three. Good. I'll give this top three. Yeah, this is definitely because I like Batman versus my... Superman. I like the Snyder Cut. I like Man of Steel. I like the Suicide Squad. Yeah, this... I'm not gonna rank them all right now, but this oh, yeah. is top three for me. This is definitely jumped up. This this is probably my favorite. I think. Yeah, in my I think opinion. because James Gunn directed it, like it's so funny. Like the jokes yeah. and stuff work, and seeing all these, he he picks such outlandish characters for this, and like. <laughs> He worked it, worked them in so well with like the dialogue and stuff, and it really feels like it's stuff that they would say and do. Yeah. Before we uh wrap it up, let's talk uh the box office real quick. Oh, you want to? Huh? You want me to pull it up? Uh, if you or could. Do you, do you know? I mean, I think I have a good, uh, a relative idea of what it is. I don't know the updated box office and how it's done in its uh second weekend, but um, I do know it. It probably would have done better if there wasn't no COVID. COVID yeah. is, COVID's on the rise again because of uh, uh, certain things going on. But it's on the rise. So I think I think it only did like maybe a couple million, a couple 30 million a weekend. But, and on top of that, it's on HBO Max, which I don't know what the HBO oh. Max things are. What did you get? I pulled up the 2016 one. Oh. Well, Dude, can you imagine if the 2016 one does better than this one? It, uh, if I'm being real, it probably will. Just because of like COVID and because of the HBO Max deal. So the 2016 Suicide Squad, just for some uh, perspective, did almost 746 million. This one, it debuted, says box office, the Suicide Squad underwhelms with a 26.5 million debut amid Delta variant concerns. Yeah, so like about 30 million opening weekend. So like... It it's not doing that well financially. Yeah, but it says it cost 150 million to produce, and then more to promote. Which the promotion was crazy, like the posters, the trailers, all the press they did and shit. Like I can't imagine how much that costs. It's usually double. I I, I usually actually it's usually whatever the, it's not obviously like 100 percent accurate, but it's usually whatever the budget is for the film just like add that on top of it again like yeah. multiply it by two is usually what it is so i mean the movie's good like i think the only reason why it's underperforming is just because covid and on top of that the uh the hbo max deals i mean it's great for us that we get to just watch it at home yeah but if we're being real it's probably hurting every movie that has gone just straight to hbo max because Although HBO Max isn't technically free because like someone's dropping like $10 a month or whatever it is. Yeah. And they don't do that Disney premiere. Yeah. If they did that, maybe that would help them out. But Disney's kind of an assholes with that. Like like they they make it 30 bucks for like, I don't know. It's pretty expensive. But then again, if you went to the theaters of three people, it's probably gonna be about 30 anyway. Yeah. But anyway, I, I think honestly, 
if they have James, like they'll probably, I can, I imagine they'd bring James Gunn back for another movie. I don't know another Suicide Squad, or I don't know if if you they they because they told him when they first hired him, he could do anything he wanted. Like he said, he almost did a Superman movie, and then he was like, nah. He's like, I'll he's like, I'll do the Suicide Squad again. So they pretty much said like you can do anything you want. You can pick any of our characters, anything, do whatever. So I, it seems like they're giving. They have all faith in James Gunn. And after this, I think they can tell, even regardless of how the box office is, they, they can, they'll probably know that this was a good movie. Yeah, it was received very well. Yeah, exactly. The tomato and, meter was like crazy when they uh, yeah, revealed I know. it. So it's only because of like circumstances in the world right now. So I think it, even if it takes like another five years, I think this will earn its money back in some sort of way, whether or not it's James Gunn coming back again and then whenever covid is on the low yeah. people are finally vaccinated yeah um but no, i i think i don't really care about the box office for this one i think i think it's honestly just a shame that this movie isn't getting the uh money that it obviously is like worth didn't you think did the same thing happen with birds of prey because that came out 2020 like march or may it happened like right when stuff started shutting down yeah like, and that's it, probably when it was at its highest yeah it came out i believe february which and then or maybe march it was late late february or early march and then everything shut down so birds of prey obviously suffered because of that but that's a good movie too i think people uh hate on that movie too much i think uh that's probably in my top five of dc movies yeah but no yeah anyway the box office i don't really care too much because i think this movie's still great i think if anything it's just a shame that it's not getting the money that it probably deserves that it would have gotten like yeah. Imagine this came out like two years ago. Probably would have went crazy. This it probably would have done more than the first Suicide Squad. Maybe crack a billion. Who knows? Maybe it, c- it has the potential to. I mean, Captain Marvel did. I think so. Really? Captain Marvel got a billion. Yeah, let that let, let that sink in. And on that note, <laughs> <laughs> on that note, we out. Yeah, uh, we both given it, it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. Great movie. Go see it if you can. It's very rare that we like uh, have a consensus on a rating. <laughs> yeah. Uh, go go see it in theaters if you can, if you're uh, vaccinated, if it's safe, if you can where you are. Yeah. Uh, if not, go on HBO Max. Get a get a free trial or give them 10 bucks, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. This movie is definitely worth whatever the price is, I, I think. And uh, yeah, th- I think that's it. Yeah. Go uh, follow the socials on Twitter. We're yep. super active there with movie news. Shout out Margo. Yeah. Shout out Margo. Shout out James Gunn. Michael Ricker for the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah. Uh, Idris Elba was really good in this too. He was. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they, they uh, his character survived. I yeah. wouldn't mind seeing him again. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Go follow the socials. Subscribe mm-hmm. to YouTube if you aren't already watching. Yep. We've got a lot of big stuff coming. we got more reviews. And yeah. If you're on YouTube, comment your thoughts below. Yeah. And let us know your rating. Yeah. Let us know what you what you think of the thought of the movie, and I think we out. See you in the next one.